Amish Furniture fans. Welcome back to the Amish Furniture Podcast. Um, if this is your first time joining us, we are your hosts. I'm Milka Rivera, and I've worked for Dutch Crafters Amish Furniture, the largest online retailer of Amish Furniture for four years. And I'm Beth Rice, and I've worked for the Sarasota-based small business founded in 2003 for five years. On today's episode, we're sharing our top tips when it comes to shopping for Amish furniture. Oh, this is a big one. It is a big one. Amish furniture is different from furniture in big box stores, and shopping for it is a different experience. This is custom furniture that's being built to your specifications. So we're going to put you on the inside track to help make the process the best experience you can have. The tips we're going to share on today's episode are the tips we heard several times from our own Amish furniture experts, which brings me to the fact that we have a guest joining us today, one of our own Amish furniture experts, Shannon. Welcome to the show, Shannon. Hello. I am excited to be here. We are super excited to have you. And uh, Shannon's joining us today to add additional insight into some of the tips that we gathered from several of our other Amish furniture experts, as well as to provide a couple of her own. Um, So again, we're so super excited that you're here joining us today. So how long have you been working for Dutch Crafters? As of the end of September, it has been three years. From pretty much the very beginning, you have been interfacing with customers on a daily basis. Correct. All right. So what do you say that we get into this episode? We're so happy to have you on the show again, Shannon. First one that we heard a lot of was to rely on the furniture experts. And I'm going to actually rely on you, Shannon, um, (laughs) to answer this one Okay. as someone who works closely with customers on a daily basis. Um, So now, no matter where you shop, they're likely to have sales staff who know about Amish furniture and we, and I'm sure other companies don't want you to hesitate to ask questions because as Beth mentioned in the introduction to the show, this isn't, you know, furniture that's coming from a big box store. It's being made to order for you. So Shannon, a lot of times as a consumer, I think I'm afraid to ask questions. I think sometimes it's like, I just feel like I'm asking a stupid question, or maybe I can just find it on the website and then I get frustrated if I can't find it sort of thing. Um, (laughs) So you know, I just want to hear from you on why it's why it's important for customers to reach out to you guys, especially when it comes to Amish furniture. Especially when it comes to Amish furniture, yes. So with many products and services, if you have a question, you can Google it. The answer is there. You don't really have to speak with a specialist at all most of the time. With Amish Furniture, the information out there about them is a lot more limited, and there's a lot that I end up having to discuss with them one-on-one personally to get accurate information. Because if you Google where to buy a kitchen table, you'll find Ikea, etc. But if you Google how do I customize this kitchen table to fit my huge family and do this so that it matches all my other furniture and get a beautiful set. In that case, you are going to be wanting to start with talking to a specialist because it is our job to know and to be able to answer those questions. There's no such thing as a stupid question. And even if the information's on the site, that's fine. I can direct you to it and to other resources. We have a lot for us personally. And I think most Amish furniture companies will have some level of resources, directory, glossary, blogs, et cetera. 
Yeah, I love that. Um, I I love how, you know, you pointed out that a lot of times if you're just looking for like a basic piece, yeah, you're going to easily find that when you go to a Google search. Um, but yeah, especially, and this is something we'll talk a little bit about more later in the episode too with those customizations. Like if you are looking for something a little bit different, definitely give us a call and we can help with that. Just to give the customer an, an idea of, you know, picturing when they're working with an expert, you know, when they're asking questions to Shannon or someone on her team, Shannon is that connection to the wood shop. So if they pose, you know, a detailed question to her about a table edge or a stain color and how it looks on a particular wood or or can they get a, a piece of furniture in a particular wood, you know, Shannon has her information in front of her and then you're the connection to the wood shop, right, Shannon? That is correct. I have their direct lines, those that, you know, are able to talk on the phone. There are some that I can fax and hear from them in a day or two. There's some where we have to mail the purchase order and some it's just a phone call and hopefully you'll hear back in a day or two. Excellent. We're on to our next tip already. And this one's important. It is conduct your own research. If you're not familiar with woodworking and what goes into crafting wood furniture, there's, there's a lot to learn. And we don't want you to be intimidated by that, but it's, it's the truth. It's helpful to consult salespeople and experts that can help, but you'll connect with what you envision better by doing a little research of your own. You can Google specific questions or search on YouTube for videos or take a look on Dutch Crafters, where we have 400 blog posts and 200 videos in our on our Timber to Table blog and in our video library, and you can search them for answers to your questions. The best places to start your research are wood types and furniture styles. These are two big ones. Once you know what wood type and style you prefer, it makes it much easier to search and find furniture that matches your design aesthetic. Whatever you're wondering about, don't hesitate to search for it. Even if we haven't answered it on dutchcrafters.com, you can probably find the answer online. But again, don't be afraid to reach out to the expert. Um, research is such an important uh, part of this. And again, I repeat, we don't want our customers to be intimidated by that. But when you're building custom furniture from the ground up and you're investing, you know, the money that you are in it, uh, we want it to go home to you being the vision that that you have for for this piece. Shannon, do you find when when you uh, have customers call in, have have you found that many of them have conducted some outside research? Do they come to you with, I read this here, or I read that there? And, and how does that help or hinder how you direct them? There's different levels of it. If you've done your own research beforehand and it's your first time shopping with us or any Amish furniture company, what you will want to consider is the source of the information and where you heard it. Because sometimes I will hear things, there's a lot of misinformation out there. I won't get into all of it, but it's always best to triple check when placing an order because you want to make sure you're getting exactly what you want. And it is my job to make sure of that. So I'll call the wood shop, I'll fax them, however they communicate, and I will confirm every detail like down to the last inch to make sure that you're getting what you want. Excellent. We mentioned here within this tip about where to begin because custom furniture opens up a whole new world. There's many layers to it. And we talked about starting with wood types and furniture styles. And I remember coming to work here at Dutch Crafters five years ago and the wood types alone 
felt a little overwhelming. I mean, oak, pine, quarter sawn white oak. Isn't that oak? You know, walnut and cherry, of course. Uh, and then there's the rustic woods, all these, uh, the the woods for outdoor furniture, woods for indoor furniture, um, all those kinds of, of details about woods. And then their grain patterns and how they hold up. Um, so important. And when you connect with, with a furniture expert, on Shannon's team, uh, you can start. You can start with learning your wood types. We, of course, also have blogs and videos with great photos. And do you get a lot of questions about wood types, Shannon? All day, every day, and I love <laughs> answering them. If you come to me asking for a recommendation, I will have a recommendation for just about anyone, any piece of furniture, any situation. Because I have seen, honestly, I feel like at this point, I've seen it all. <laughs> That's great. That's great. Outside our wood types are the furniture styles. Uh, we have some great videos uh, on our website um, showing you the different furniture styles. I'll refer quickly back to our episode one of our podcast, Misconceptions About Amish Furniture, where we discussed how Amish furniture is not limited to one style, but also includes mm -hmm. mid-century modern and contemporary and uh, lots of other styles. Shannon, do you find with your work that you hear more inquiries for traditional style furniture or content? What, what styles do you get inquiries about the most? A lot of the time people will be wanting to match something they already have. So they might come to us and say, for example, my house is all mission furniture. I don't want to change that. I just want to add to it. And that's great. I can help you with that. We have all kinds of mission furniture. But sometimes if you aren't fully decided, you can come to us and tell us the style that you're generally thinking of. You can send me examples and I can match it up with something we already offer. So style is a good place to start, but I always say you're not necessarily married to it because you can always just match the wood type, match the stain, even if it's not listed as the same exact style. If it matches overall, you really won't be throwing it off too much. Excellent. Excellent. I think it's it's great that we can offer stain matching and, and that type of thing to customers. Uh, we, we get those questions or comments on the site that I'm sure you get lots of these emails about. I have this piece from my you know family. It's been passed down. I want to match it or I have a table I've inherited. I want these dining chairs to match it. And, and you probably have to take them all from there. Yes, that is correct. Um, I have a lot of custom stain match inquiries that end up becoming not a custom stain match because at first people will say, oh, I don't know if this will match. It's very unique. I've never seen this color before. And I'll say, well, send me a picture of it and I'll pull some samples based on the picture and let me know what you think once you get them. I think in the entire time I have been here, the whole three years, I think I've only ended up making it to the custom stain match stage as in nothing else matched. We couldn't find a suitable finish for you. I think three or four times I can definitely count on one hand. Usually we'll have something and a lot of the time it will be one of our basic stains that's available. You might not see it everywhere, but we probably have it. So before I move on to our next tip, just to sum up, you know, do, do your research, bring us your questions, the videos or blogs that we have, they're not overly lengthy. You can uh, get the information that you need. We get right to it. So moving on to our next tip. The next tip is a challenging one, I think, for myself, and it might be for other people as well, and that is to have patience. I've learned to be patient with waiting for Amish furniture, but 
I have not learned to be patient when it comes to waiting for like cupcakes or something like that. <laughs> but, <laughs> but let's get back to the Amish furniture. So um, I, I hope that we're shifting away from this a little bit as a society, but I think that a lot of us have gotten used to ordering something online and having it at our door within like two days. And, um, that is not going to happen with Amish furniture, most likely, unless you are somewhere where they already have the piece in stock and you're just buying it there. Um, but we mainly do made to order pieces. So you are going to have to be patient. Um, Shannon, what is typical like lead time on orders? This is a tough question because it depends. Some shops have a quick ship program. Quick ship does not mean to the Amish what it means to us. So when you think quick ship, you probably mean within a matter of days. For us, quick ship means we have the parts on hand. They might even have one built just unfinished in stock, ready to go to the finisher. But the finishing process and delivery process still take weeks. So generally, when you factor in finishing and delivery, even a quick ship item will end up running around eight weeks. So I do always try to clear that up up front. As for standard lead times, and we can always try to get something to you faster. We do rush orders sometimes. It's not always reliable. So we always have to make sure up front that everyone's on board because they don't like to rush. They want to make sure they're putting all of the time and effort to get a quality product. Generally, I'm quoting lead times in the range of 12 to 18 weeks but sometimes it's as much as 20. And with COVID, you know, there's been some supply chain delays as well. So that's been a challenge, but it's going to take time. I always say the perfection is worth the wait, but it does take time. It is true. The perfection is worth the wait. Um, we recently bought some outdoor furniture and the lead time on it due to some of the supply chain issues that you mentioned because of COVID, it took a little bit longer to get than normal, but it has been so worth it. And uh, Shannon, I know you have cats. I think we were going to try not to talk about our cats, but I have to <laughs> mention that our cat loves this new outdoor furniture. He doesn't sit on top of it. He doesn't like to sit on top of things, but he likes to spend time underneath it. And it's just created a really relaxing environment like outdoors for us during this time. So it definitely is um, worth the wait. And I want to reiterate, you know, you mentioned the build time, uh, the finish time, the delivery time, all of that is working into how long it's taking you to get your furniture. And I think a lot of times you have to consider a lot of the times these wood shops are on the smaller side. And again, it's being custom made for you. Um, we have a video um, on our video page that talks a little bit about, you know, build times and explains a little bit more, um, you know, why it can take a little bit longer to get your furniture. I love the quote that you or what you mentioned, Shannon, about the perfection is worth the wait. We are always so thrilled when we receive pictures from our customers with um, our furniture in their home and they submit a testimonial or they just kick back um, something to us to show us the their custom furniture in their home. And quite often in those testimonials, we will hear mention of it was worth the wait the quality's worth the wait, things to that effect, that it was perfect and um, it was hard for them to wait, but it was worth it, that type of thing. Um, so so that's, that's very accurate. Um, 
Along with the patients too, Shannon, I was hoping you could touch a little bit about that and explain to people why sometimes communication is a little bit slower. And I think you touched a, a little bit on this when you mentioned sometimes how, you know, you're communicating with our woodshops. Yes. So you want to think of it in terms of if you are working with a specialist, there's going to be some pre-work as well. So if you're trying to customize, I will have to send a fax to the wood shop generally, but it can take give or take a week, sometimes longer to even come to an agreement about a customization because we have to sometimes exchange sketches. We need to talk pricing, figure out details. The Amish, they do approach communication differently because they approach technology differently and they are very contained within their communities and they're busy. And something you want to consider is that if he didn't call me back right away, it might even be because he's working on your furniture. So it's not personal. I don't hate you if I don't call you back right away. I'm just waiting on this shop. And I'd say probably about 20% of my week ends up being phone calls and communications with wood shops and following up. There are some shops that have a little bit more in terms of technology. There's some where the entire community shares one phone booth and they check it weekly. They don't think of technology and phone calls and faxes the same way we do. They get to it when they get to it. It does take some time and they do not always follow up immediately, but it's because they're busy working hard. It almost might be good to think of purchasing custom solid wood Amish furniture as a calendar item. Like, you know, you wait for Thanksgiving, you wait for summer vacation, you wait for your tax return. And it's just in your mind that I'm going to have to wait till this time of year to get it. So just yes. put Amish custom, custom Amish furniture on your calendar as one of those things. Well, I know I have to wait a certain amount of time, but I'm going to get it and I'm going to love it. I love that. We're going to like make parties around Amish furniture, <laughs> receiving your Amish furniture. <laughs> I like a party. Yes, we should have our delivery people like sing them a song and everything, like a celebratory song when their furniture arrives. And I like that. That would be fun. <laughs> now it's time for a quick break and some reminders before we get back into our insider tips. Here on the Amish Furniture Podcast, you'll receive all kinds of tips and tricks and advice about Amish furniture, as well as stories from wood shops and behind the scenes reveals. So don't forget to subscribe or follow wherever you get your podcasts so you don't miss an episode. And if you have questions about Amish furniture, today's topic, have a story about a visit to Amish country, or would like to share your idea for future episode topics, we would love to hear from you. Email us at podcast at dutchcrafters.com. Now back to the episode. We're continuing on with our insider tips on shopping for Amish furniture. And we have a great guest with us today, Shannon, um, an expert on our sales team. The next tip is super important. Measure to see if the furniture you want will fit inside the home. This is so important. Measure, measure, measure. Uh, I think just about every buying guide I've written on our blog mentions to please measure. Shannon, what kinds of questions do you get about measurements and how does those discussions go? One, will it fit through the door? And if you have a sliding glass door entrance to your house, that might end up being your best friend because a lot of the time the sliding glass door has saved the day. Um, I do get a lot of questions though about will it fit in my front door? And honestly, more often than not, probably. But if your doorway is particularly narrow, I know this is the case with a lot of older homes especially, 
you want to make sure. A lot of the time, the delivery guys can, keep in mind, they do this all day. This is their job. So if they can, they will. They're not going to put it in your second story window, you know, (laughs) within reason. But I have had times where people have called and said, oh, I thought I had measured correctly and now he can't get this in the front door. You want to make sure. It's really better to be safe than sorry. Nine times out of 10, the drivers are able to accommodate. If they can't, it's best to know in advance because you don't want your beautiful, huge desk sitting out front. Right, right. We, If there's one thing we don't want is for our customers to be disappointed on delivery day. Um, we do have a video on, on Dutch crafters um, and it talks about measuring the doorways and the stairways and the spaces that your furniture has to come through. And that's so important. Some pieces are whole, some are delivered in, in two pieces. This is a, probably another reason why we rec- often recommend inside delivery, white glove inside delivery. Yes, that is correct. A lot of the time, the assembly is as simple as attach the legs to this table. So simple, you won't even need instructions. But sometimes it ends up being a little more complex. And depending on how everything fits in the truck, they may have to break your furniture down to some extent. If you opt for indoor delivery, whatever option is available for it, you will be better off because most of our items do include assembly if you choose indoor delivery. And it's better not to even have to worry about if you're going to have to assemble it. Absolutely. Measure, measure, measure. And and not only for the delivery of the furniture, but measuring your space for your new entertainment center or your kitchen hutch or your bed. Um, you want to measure the, the width and depth. You, if you're looking at corner furniture, space-saving corner furniture, you want to measure wall width. You want to measure those spaces. You want to account for parts of the furniture that might stick out, that they won't bang into the wall. Um, so many specifics. And and uh, you can go over these things with a, a specialist on the team uh, so that we make sure it's a seamless uh, delivery. So we can't stress measuring enough and don't hesitate to ask. If you're not sure what to measure, you know, hop online, send us an email or call us up and, and our team will help you. When in doubt, ask because I have a lot of orders that go out just end up being, you know, a couple inches narrower in width. It doesn't change the look of the piece much and it means you will be able to get it in your front door. And we definitely want that. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, we do. All right. So the next tip that we offer relates to some of my favorite pieces I've seen over the years that customers have sent us photos of. One of them is uh, one that Beth and I, I believe I talked about on a a previous episode, and that's a gun cabinet that was turned into a guitar case. It was really cool. Um, And so we're getting into talking about custom made or customized furniture. Uh, Many times with Amish furniture, you're just not limited to what you're seeing on the website or uh, that product in the store. We are able to customize it for you in some way or another. Um, That might be the wood type, the stain, the hardware, the dimensions, adding hidden drawers. There are so many options. Um, And this is where those furniture experts come in. If you ever see an option that's not on the website, just give us a call and, you know, we can see if that's something that the wood shop can do. Shannon, um, do you have any favorite custom pieces that you've seen over the years? And also, what are some tips that you have for customers when it comes to either asking about customizations or customizations in general? 
So I'm a little bit upset that you said the gun cabinet slash guitar case first because that was the example I was going to offer. Stacy really knocked it out of the park with that. I know that she spent a lot of time talking to the wood shop, talking to the customer, making sure it was going to be perfect. So when it turned out perfect and we all got to see the pictures, it was very exciting for all of us. Most of the customizations I do are dimension related. Just, you know, part of it's, is it going to get in the door? Sometimes it's, I think this piece might be a little bit too big or too small for my room, can we adjust as needed, etc. Um, we had a custom order as well a few years ago where they ended up painting, I believe it was a bar stool to look like a baseball. And the seat, it was a round seat that had been painted to look like a baseball. And the guy had actually mailed in, the customer had mailed in four baseball bats to be the base, to be the legs. So it was a baseball painted round seat and then the legs were baseball bats and they were actually the guy's baseball bats. So that was fun. I thought that was a really fun custom piece. And there's one more I wanted to add to that, which was um, a piece that we got a great testimonial. It was a wardrobe and the testimonial from uh, Tedia G from Wisconsin. She says, I just wanted to take a minute to say thank you for the gorgeous furniture you made for me. My son was so surprised by the secret access to the wardrobe and we think it will make an amazing heirloom. Thank you for helping us make our vision for that piece come to life. We have been able to send him to Narnia. So this wardrobe was customized that had doors that opened outward in the back of it, of the unit, and it, it um, led into an open area under her staircase that was like a little playroom for her son. So he pops out of the back of the wardrobe and heads into his playroom. And how cool is that? That is adorable. I want to see that. That's cute. <laughs> I want Teddy G to adopt me. <laughs> I second that. <laughs> But uh, we we encourage everyone to um, ask, ask about custom furniture. Um, something else important to know is if um, if you're ordering custom furniture, you want to work with a furniture specialist. You want to work with one of our experts to guide you through the process. Um, and it's important to note, you know, take your time with it. Don't feel rushed. We don't want anyone to feel rushed. If you make a change to an order, it, it, it is going to be delayed further. Yes, this is very true. If I may cut in because I would rather take a little bit of extra time up front confirming every last detail with you before we send it on to the shop than risk, you know, a few weeks in, you decide that you want to change your mind. I give the shop a call. Now they're charging fees for cancellation, even though you're not canceling the order, you're changing it, but they already ordered the materials. So it's definitely easier and less pain on everyone involved if we know exactly what you want going into it. And if you don't know, talk to one of us because that's why we're here. Um, as for my tips, so number one, you gotta order stain samples. That's very important. If you know exactly what color you want because you've ordered furniture from you know an Amish company before and you know it's gonna be the same wooden finish, then you can skip this step. Otherwise, no, you wanna order samples because I work on two monitors and the colors on screen do not look the same from screen to screen. If I hold up a stain sample, then I'm looking at three colors. So I always say, I don't know how this color is translating on your screen, but 
I can tell, for example, there's one color that pulls much redder on screen than it does in person. And when people order it and say they're excited about having, you know, kind of a red tone, I have to say, Ooh, I know it looks like that on the screen, but let me send you a sample so you can see that in person. And I'll usually send a few other samples in that same color range just because, you know, it might not be a perfect match to what you saw on the screen. Let me send you some other options that might work. And ordering samples will also allow you to hold it up in the light of your home in the room it's going to be in. I always say, if the table's gonna be sitting by a window, go stand by that same window with your sample, see how the light affects it. Because honestly, if you get the chance to confirm it in advance, you'll have that peace of mind. You won't be as anxious during the sometimes long wait for your furniture. It's just one less thing to be concerned about. All right. We want to thank Shannon for these great tips. Uh, We're going to recap. Here are the seven tips we offer today. Again, they are rely on the experts. Do your research. Have patience. Measure to make sure your furniture will fit. Order stained samples. And don't be afraid to ask about customizations or to customize. All right. So uh, before we wrap up, we're each going to share our favorite tip or something we learned while recording this episode. I think my favorite tip is remembering to measure. I don't think honestly, before working at Dutch Crafters, that I would have really thought to measure my furniture or to measure for the furniture. I think I would have just assumed that it will just fit in my house. And, you know, that's that. So go to that video, which we'll link to in the show notes. Just, yeah, making sure that it's going to fit into your space is so important. Absolutely. We want you to be one of your best days when that furniture comes home. <laughs> yes. Um, let's see. I would say uh, my favorite tip is don't be afraid to ask about customizations or to customize. Wherever you're shopping for Amish furniture, you're going to bring home something unique with um, innovative features, um, with long-lasting durability. But here at Dutch Crafters, our specialty really is custom furniture. So um, you've come to the right place if you want to create, you know, you want to build something. And, you know, I I just, I think back to to some of those classes I was in in school where I'd be afraid to raise my hand and ask a question for fear of sounding dumb or not knowing, you know, enough about the topic. There are no dumb questions in custom furniture. So be sure to bring them to us. Um, We're happy to accommodate them and answer, answer anything. Yes. And just imagine you could be sending your kids to Narnia every single day. (laughs) That's right. With a customization, (laughs) all because you were willing to ask to see if it was possible to do it. That's right. Yes. And I would say my favorite tip would be essentially the same thing. Don't be afraid to ask. I want to double down on that and emphasize because even if you think, hmm, this might be a little out there, they'll probably say no. It's worth it to ask because a lot of the time when I get a question that the person says, oh, they probably are going to say no and it's okay, but let's see. Even if the shop says no, they'll usually come back with a suggestion. There's certain items that they won't customize and it really just depends on the shop. But a lot of the time they'll say, no, I can't, you know, feasibly do that, but I can do this instead, see what the customer thinks. And, but even if you don't get exactly that big, crazy idea you were dreaming of, we can still probably come close to it. And they might even say yes to that big, crazy idea. Like that's what we do. So please do not be afraid to ask. We are always happy to help. Love that. 
All right. So we hope that these tips for shopping for Amish furniture have been helpful. Thank you again, Shannon, for joining us today. Thank you for having me. Yes, we loved having you on. We're just going to have to make you part of the show. I love that. Um, (laughs) That's it for our third episode. I'm Milka Rivera. And I'm Beth Rice. If you enjoyed this episode, please leave a review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen. Make sure to follow or subscribe so you don't miss an episode. Thank you to those of you that listened to our first two episodes, Misconceptions About Amish Furniture and Stories from Amish Woodshops, and left us a rating or review. We truly appreciate it. Also, don't forget that we want to hear from you. What questions do you have about Amish furniture? Do you have a topic idea for a future episode, or do you have a story about a trip to Amish country that you would like to share with us? If you do, email us at podcast at dutchcrafters.com. The topic of our next episode is why I started selling Amish furniture online, an interview with Dutch Crafters founders, Jim and Lindsay Miller. Uh, We look forward to your reviews, comments, and emails. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you again, Shannon, for joining us. Let's talk about cats. Yes, I love it. Next time we'll talk more about our All cats. All right, sounds good. <laughs> Thanks, everyone. Bye. Bye. Bye.